Welcome to Wild Times in Minnesota Lake Country with Kelly and Carol. We're saying goodbye to one year and hello 2021. It's about time! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo <-hoo. laughs> Our very special end of year, beginning of year episode. We will be covering some of our resolutions or intentions, whatever you want to call them, heading into the new year. And thank goodness 2020 is about to expire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody is looking forward to a new year. Oh, yeah. Great new things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, some of the things we'll talk about is how we can enter the new year and support our Mother Earth, our Earth friendly uh, resolutions. Uh, that yeah. I have a few of those that we'll share with you. Also, our mystery birds are not a mystery bird sound, mystery sound will be coming up later on, too. Not always a bird. <laughs> <laughs> not always, but. More than likely. <laughs> All right. So Kelly, what do you have at the top of your list? Looking forward to 2021. What are some of the things that you are looking forward to? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people get stuck on um, very health related, like physical health related kind of things, being more active and, and such. And, and I hope, I hope that everybody has on their list to spend more time outdoors. Although I will not say, that, you know, that over the past year, a lot of people have spent a lot more time outdoors, <laughs> you know, and um, feeling safer being outdoors with people. Uh, so let's keep that going. I think it should be every day people should, ha you know, get outdoors. Um, there's what they say, I think uh, kids spend six hours a day on the TV or something like some crazy amount of time. And um, it's, you know, and, but even for adults, um, we get so busy with our lives that we don't take time to play outside either. Um, and we need it every day or certainly to, you know, set the intention that at least three times a week, I'm going to spend 30 minutes outside, <laughs> whether it's walking around the neighborhood or walking in the woods. <laughs> I think that's important. In the middle of your yard. <laughs> uh, people maybe think it's, maybe think being outside is all about play, but maybe it is just look at it as more of a health, uh, something you can do for yourself and a healthy thing to do. Absolutely. And, and you, and we've talked about this before, but there is scientific proof that it is healthy for you um, in terms of blood pressure and uh, um, you know, so many, so many things that make that are physical changes in your body that are important and being outside as well as mental health, obviously. So and it makes you more creative to think about really cool New Year's Eve things. <laughs> right. And if it's not too bone chilling cold, you can just uh, pile on the layers or even if it is cold, pile on the layers and get out and say, you welcome the new year in outside. And, you know, don't you think this one thing that's coming out of 2020 and you mentioned it, you touched on it, is that more people are getting outside and maybe reacquainting themselves, uh, their relationship with nature uh, reintroducing themselves and, uh, finding, finding ways to get out and maybe enjoying parks and maybe enjoying trails more. Um, and just being more aware that those things do exist for them to use. 
Yeah, I think people have found places that uh, they might not have gone otherwise um, to. Yeah, so it's certainly safe to jump in your car and go travel to a, a cool new explore a new a new park or new wild space. That's <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> you can set that intention to discover one new place every month. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, that sounds good. That sounds like a good intention. And uh, that is something that I had on my list too. So Ooh. think alike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, some of the other things too is just, uh, you know, like you said, just be more uh, conscious of how things that you do affect our earth, uh, you know, like biking more instead of driving, you know, if you're going somewhere a block away, don't hop in the car and turn on the ignition. <laughs> maybe walk or bike, um, you know, getting on that bike. I like to do, I like to do this uh, event that happens in April. It's 30 days of biking and you just bike every day and it doesn't have to be, you know, 20 miles. It can be just around the block. It can be to the store. It can just be biking down your driveway, but something like that uh, just makes you more aware that you can get on your bike anytime. Um, and, and, enjoy the outdoors. Um, just any little thing, like just any little step, just a small step a day and just think of how far you could go, (laughs) (laughs) but it just takes that one little step, even if it's just, you know, walking outside your door and getting on your bike and biking down your driveway and biking back into the garage and calling it a day. <laughs> or like, even if you're just getting outside and walking outside, you know, down your sidewalk and back or down your driveway and back, um, there you go. There's your first outdoor experience. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, well, first of all, I wish that challenge was in May instead of April because it's pretty cold. <laughs> well, May, is, May is National Bike Month. So you have two oh, months. Okay. And yeah, April sometimes is a little, uh, sometimes is a little snowy and cold outside. But, uh, you know, it gets better. And that's part of it is that you kind of acclimate yourself as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it is kind of surprising that, you know, to like bike to a store and back is easier than you might think, (laughs) you know, it seems like, like, oh, I'm going to have to carry, you know, whatever you're purchasing or whatever back. And, but, you know, it doesn't, it's not hard to add a a storage bag to your bike or tie something on the handlebars or whatever, you know, to haul it back. And yeah, it's not, it's not as hard as you think. (laughs) And the thing is, if that's, if that's what's holding you back uh, from going to the store is because I don't have the right equipment, maybe just let that go and just say, I'll learn the next time I will bring something or, you know, I don't have, I don't have the, I don't have the rucksack or the, the, you know, all the equipment, you know, um, that you need to go to the store. I just bring one of my bags and I put it on my shoulders and I just bike bike home with it on my shoulders and it doesn't even look like a backpack. It's just a uh, cloth grocery bag. Oh, <laughs> but a backpack to, works great. <laughs> yes, a backpack works great. But, you know, you can always make do. And that's the fun thing is that you can be creative because I think a lot of people think they have to have certain gear just to do something. And that's kind of defeats the whole point of it all. (laughs) The main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. So just get on your bike. (laughs) So speaking of shopping, um, I think one, so I had two pretty profound years that I, I set, um, 
an intention to do, to try to change the way I live. And one of those is, um, was to not buy anything new for a whole year. Oh, like everything had to, I had to reuse or find something that's, you know, reused (laughs) or used, um, and not buy anything new except for food and underwear. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, yeah, can't give on that. But I I tell you what, it was, it was a challenge and I did, there were a couple of things that I, I felt I kind of had to give in on. I think, I think there were 10 things that I ended up (laughs) buying new that year. And I remember one was my bicycle tire. I just couldn't, I I don't know. I had, I ended up buying a new bicycle tire because I needed a bicycle tire, but, um, but so, yeah, everything I I just, you know, I I vividly remember this experience going into Target or someplace like that, you know, with my shopping cart. And I'm like, what am I doing? I can't, I think I needed a pillow. I, I thought I needed a pillow, I guess. And, um, and I, I, went around the store a little bit, looked around, you know, kind of, and I thought, no, I can't, I'm on a roll. I can't do this. And I put the cart back and left and, oh man, it was painful. (laughs) (laughs) It was really painful, but, uh, but I learned a lot that year and, and it certainly set habits that I still have today Mm -hmm. about, you know, thinking twice about buying things new books are a good example. Mm -hmm. Um, why, you know, you, you can, when you're Googling where to get a book, you heard somebody had this book, you know, obviously you can do audio books and not have a book in hand, but if you're the kind of person that really likes to have a book in hand, why not get the used book? You know? Yeah. So there are a lot of things that you can buy used and every town ha- has a great uh, thrift store that probably has what you need, <laughs> you know, and, and some things you can just put off for a year. There were things I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not going to do that this year. I'm going to do it next year because I'm not buying anything new this year. So everything was reused in my life that year. <laughs> That's interesting. That's good. I think, I think I may have gotten a Christmas gift from you that year. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> it was actually kind of cool. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. So that's a great, that's a great thing. And two, another, another intention, did you do the no plastic or uh, thing one year too? I did. Yeah. I should do it again. Um, but yeah, definitely it was an amazing experience. There's a lot of, um, stories online about people, you know, trying to, I'm not going to buy any plastic this year or quit using plastic. And, um, that was probably harder. Um, certainly, you know, especially with food, all of our food comes in plastic and, and it just kind of brought to the forefront how much of our food is in plastic, <laughs> you know, try buying bread without plastic, you know, it's tricky. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so everything or even cereal, it's, you know, there's a plastic bag in there. So how do you do that? So, but one of the things I did to start off that year is got rid of the plastic I was using in the in the house particularly in the kitchen and that was um cellophane and plastic bags and to this day i have no plastic bags and no cellophane i don't use it i just found other ways and after you know months of finding other ways to not use plastic in that way you just don't need it anymore Mm -hmm. so 
it's kind of cool. I have some great reusable containers instead of plastic, you know, that um, you can always find a way to contain stuff without a baggie or cellophane. <laughs> yes, that's a good, that's good. And I tried the no plastic thing too, but like you said, the bread, but I also need plastic bags or bags to pick up after my doggy. So, oh, but they do uh, have certainly recycled plastic bags right, for that. But yeah. when I find myself not being able to purchase the recyclable bag <laughs> without I know those, run those out rolls are really <laughs> handy too. <laughs> Hands work, just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> it does kind of seep through the paper when you're trying to pick it up with paper. Seep through my glove too, just kidding. <laughs> oh. just kidding. Um no, but uh that's something that I make a point, but also I found that peanut butter, I love peanut butter and <laughs> You, you can buy it in glass jars or plastic, but the plastic peanut butter tubs, I also recycle. When I make cookies, I put the cookies in the tub and, you know, give it to somebody or I store, you know, I reuse what I have if I do buy something plastic. Yeah. So is it better to buy ice cream in the plastic tub and reuse <laughs> the plastic tub or should you buy it in the cardboard container? Or is it better to make your own ice cream and your own bread? And then you don't have to even bother. <laughs> yes, that would be lovely if that if you have all that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, uh, one of the things I learned this year is learned I re um, introduced baking and making a lot of the stuff that I like. Um, and bread was one of them. And it does take time. But when you do it a few times, you kind of remember or you write the recipe on your wall. <laughs> um, well, the wall is covered with a little marker thing. Um, anyway, oh. a chalkboard. <laughs> so you, uh, you, you either memorize the recipe or whatever. But if you do it enough, it doesn't it doesn't take as long as you think, you know, and there oh. might be a raising of the dough that takes a few hours, but you can. Oh, and there's nothing better than a house that smells yeah. of warm baking bread. Yeah. So <laughs> there are ways around it. You know, it might take a little time at first, but that is one of my other intentions is just to maybe um, contemplate or have more of, of a time to just kind of be and not be so hurried all the time. Um, plan a little space in the day to appreciate not only nature, but just everything that you have. Um, also, um, drawing, I've gotten into sketching a little bit. Um, and I always like to do that, especially nature. Like I, I find when I sketch, I always want to, um, I'm a kind of a detailed person. I'm not a Monet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to be an impressionist when you just use a pencil and paper. Um, but I like to look at the little details and kind of like if you're drawing birds, you kind of get their shapes and it's just, you find yourself more in tune to those little things around you and really looking at things differently um, when you actually have to draw it. <laughs> so just being more aware, I guess, being more aware and more present is uh, something too that I think uh, 2021 will bring. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, that reminds me of the gratitude jar. Oh. <clears throat> so reusing a ball jar and then just having, uh, you know, reusable pieces of paper, but every day writing down something that you're grateful for and adding it to the jar. And what a great way to end the year is to go through and read all of these things that made your year so awesome. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and, and that's a, I think that is good. Being grateful is just a very healthy thing to do. Think of something that every day there's something that you're grateful for and document that, whether it's in your journal right? <laughs> or, <laughs> or to have a jar filled with um, all of those notes. Right. So it's we're talking about up. some New Year's resolutions, New Year's intentions on wild times in Minnesota Lake Country and uh, talking about uh, earth friendly intentions or uh, resolutions that you may want to set as we head into 2021, which is going to be, I know, an exciting year for everybody, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but uh, one of the things, too, I know, I know we've talked about this and we've kind of joked about it on past episodes, <laughs> but this has the thing this this has to do with the getting outside and more contemplation and just kind of being more aware, but that forest bathing, I think is a good way <laughs> to get outside and try it. And it's just essentially going into the forest <laughs> or into uh, the woods and, you know, just kind of standing there and just kind of really breathing, take deep breaths, deep yoga, or just deep breaths in general and soaking up the air and just really smelling the, trees and the earth and all the natural scents shinrin yoku oh that's forest bathing (laughs) (laughs) japanese term (laughs) yeah that's so yeah that's great those the again the chemicals that come from the trees are so good for you um spending time that that would be a great intention that you're you're going to spend a certain amount of time just um just being outside. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my intention this year, I think, is to, um, I want to learn and get better at meditation. Oh. And <clears throat> I don't, yeah, I think, I think that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough year to, to make good at on that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there are some good, good ways to, mm-hmm. Feel good about meditating, whether you're outside or inside, but certainly um, outside is better, (laughs) I think. Well, I always like, you know, and I like to set challenges every month or maybe even every week. Um, you know, like the, the thing about committing to doing the 30 days of biking in April, you know, maybe I could do 30 days of biking in March, or maybe it's 30 days of walking in March, you know, that, that would alleviate the, you know, the cold or the having to deal with equipment (laughs) during the cold, or if you didn't have it. Um, but also, uh, I like to take pictures, um, you know, not to, we have the capabilities now to use technology, um, just so it doesn't overwhelm you. And you're always, you know, in the middle of the woods, taking pictures. <laughs> I find myself doing that sometimes. I'm like, put your phone away and enjoy <laughs> But, you know, I just, I like, like this background picture that I have. I like, you know, there's just certain scenes that if you could hold on to a little bit more, um, kind of brings you joy and reminds you and like the scene you have um beautiful um just to have that capture that beauty um, yeah and it does make you stop and pause Mm -hmm. and so yeah like you said you know looking more at the details of things is um yeah taking that time to to do that right if you could just kind of capture 
a scene of the day. <laughs> then you'd have 365 pictures <laughs> and make your own calendar. I don't know. Just be yeah. creative, <laughs> combining more creative ways and not always taking the easy way, <laughs> easy way out of things um, is something uh, a little more, more intent, uh, intention, living with intention, I guess. Yeah. You know, you mentioned journaling and um, that's kind of another goal of mine is to get better at documenting the phonology or the, the, you know, what's happening in the seasons around you. Um, uh, birds that I see first of year, FOYs, <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Um, and, and just documenting that. So I have a, a journal of what's, and I love it when people do that for their yards, you know, so they have a bird list for their yard. They have animals that um, have, have come through their yards or, or little stories about what the squirrel did that day in their yard and just keeping track of, of those things. Hey, the first bloom on uh, the dogwood tree happened at this time. And mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a fun, yeah, I, I love to, you know, then compare the next year. Oh, it happened earlier or later. I mean, we're in lake country, so we do that a lot with ice on and ice off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and compare, is it early? Is it late? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Taking statistics, that's fun because it's like, well, when do I start that? It's been going on for years, but just start it and see how long you can keep it going. And, you know, you can hand it off to the next generation if they want it, <laughs> but you can still track. It doesn't matter. Just start. That's the whole, I think that's the hardest part for people is just to start something because yeah. there's all the excuses and there's all the stuff that's been, but let's think about living in the present and just start and move on. <laughs> Don't look back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 2020. It's yeah. Creating a habit or setting a routine. So what is it? Is it six weeks? How long do you have to do something before the habit? Oh, it isn't even. Yeah. It's about a month. I think it's 30 days, 30 days. Mm -hmm. You that can make it through 30 days. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's a habit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I know a lot of people, once uh, we head out and we kind of get the, the handle on this pandemic is that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people want to, get out and have an adventure, but, you know, keeping it locally too, is always, we have so many places in Lake country to go. And I know that a lot of people might want to go far, <laughs> far away, <laughs> but it's always nice to explore your local area. Um, and I like to do that, whether it be, you know, supporting local businesses or local parks or, um, you know, just being able to get out again and be more social. <laughs> Have, a, have your friends over in the front yard or the backyard or wouldn't that be crazy if we were recording on the same microphone yep all right so what are your intentions and you know as we head into this new year and again if you don't want to start on january 1st you don't have to start on january 1st <laughs> But just make a point, have a starting point and just do it. Uh, taking coining, taking the uh, saying coined from Nike, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Right. Well, that brings us, Kelly, to our uh, mystery sound of the day of uh, the final 2020. <laughs> yeah, New Year. New Year's is kind of fun. I, uh, when you think of New Year's, you might, uh, you might think of, 
uh, the New Year's baby, maybe? <laughs> what is the new, symbol of the New Year? Is New Year's baby, <laughs> which could be odd sounds. <laughs> but I think the best. <laughs> Okay, is there something that you need to tell us, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I think that baby giggles more than we do. The baby sound we want to get rid of is this one. <laughs> That's twenty. But I thought, you know, so for sounds, this is a great time to think about baby sounds. So I'm wondering if you know what this baby sound is. (laughs) That's kind of a hard one, isn't it? (laughs) Well... It's a, it's a bird, I think. It is a bird, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a, um, like a hawk, maybe. Oh, it does kind of sound like a hawk, yeah. So if you were to um, listen to the adult of this, it might sound like this. <laughs> so there are um there are some wild babies that happen early in the year in january or as early as january and the great horned owl is one of those that is very early so little baby owl (laughs) he's a fuzzy little owl yeah they they are fuzzy there it's not like you know um some birds are baby birds are really ugly (laughs) you know with like sparse feathers and actually eagles i think are kind of ugly (laughs) you know a little a little strange but owls are often really fuzzy and great horns because it's cold (laughs) so they have a lot of down to to keep them warm Uh, but great horned owls will start nesting um, quite early in the season i mean i think february is probably they're usually having babies by february but um you know another baby that happens that i didn't think of is um bears are having their young in the hibernation hut <laughs> also in january so there are some minnesota babies that happen early in the season <laughs> like great horned owls Oh, there he is. Okay. So that's very cool. So they only, do they only have, do they have a couple of owlets? Are they kind of owlets? Yes, owlets. Okay. Do they usually have one or two or three? Yes, one or two. Okay. <laughs> At least in the great horned owl. I mean, they could have three, but I think two is pretty common for okay. these owls. Very cool. And they have, it looks like that, that nest is in a pine tree. Do they typically pick different uh, 
one kind of tree or is it just a high, big tree, a large tree? Yeah. So they can be um, big sticks in a tree, but a lot of times they will steal the nest of other birds, whether it's osprey or eagle, they like a nice big nest of sticks. Um, and that's kind of an advantage because they're there early. They have an opportunity to steal that nest before the osprey come back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so osprey might have to build a new nest because the great horned owls took over. Okay. Very cool. That so would... Yeah, that would kind of suck if you came home and somebody else moved into your house. <laughs> hey! Squatters are, squatters are in our house. <laughs> All right. So our great horned owl is our mystery, a baby great horned owl. And we heard mama or was that daddy? Do male and female sound the same? So, uh, yeah, as far, well... Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so typically, yeah, so a male is going to be calling territorial setting kind of hooting unlike <laughs> other owls like our barred owl or just, I feel like the great horn has the belly of the owl <laughs> <laughs> those owls are a real hoot the hoot right. they can also <laughs> growl oh. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Is that a uh, warning hoot? Yeah. Why would they growl? If I, I heard that, if I heard that, does it mean, if I heard that, does it mean to clear out, <laughs> clear out immediately? <laughs> if something were to come into the nest, they might oh. growl it away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Kelly Blackledge, Carol Fisher, Wild Times in Minnesota Lake Country. Happy New Year. And it, yeah. Our New Year resolution intention show. So hopefully you'll get out there and hear some of the wild things going on. <laughs> After your wild party. That's right. That's right. And I think, Kelly, we need to toast to uh, 2021 and the good things ahead, and may we not look back <laughs> on 2020. <laughs> good, good, good riddance to 2020. Good, riddance, yeah. good things to 2021. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a fun year. <laughs> All right, here's to wild times of your own, and thanks for tuning in, and happy new year, and all that jazz. <laughs> Happy New Year.